Welcome to the Iron Mind Podcast. I'm Dr. Ian Quist. Make sure you hit that subscribe button below so you don't miss any future episodes. Welcome to episode 11 of the Iron Mind Podcast. I'm Dr. Ian Quist. Uh, today's topic is going to be on uh, basically trying to be a perfectionist and whether we should or shouldn't do that. Um, most of these topics end up coming up because of chats that I have with patients each day and I, I write down a little piece of paper the, the topic and I was chatting to somebody the other day about this and when we think about perfectionism you know when we all I, I was I was one of these people that would claim you know well I'm a perfectionist and and the problem with with that is that perfection actually really almost doesn't even exist when it comes to the things that we want to accomplish in our life and there's always going to be bumps in the road and challenges and um, I, I don't recall the term that I heard a long time ago, but somebody said not to strive to be a perfectionist. Um, basically, it was just to strive to, to, to do your best. And so it's interesting because each of us have a different best, um, depending on what, what the task is. And so one of the things I'll ask people is, and this is something for you to think about, but are you going through life? We're going to use... Um, a race as an analogy here but um, you know are you going through life trying to win or are you trying to just not lose so when I first heard this question I thought of option three so the person gave me those two options and I'm like well it's it for me it's not about winning and it's not about not losing it's about uh, again using this analogy it's about having the best race possible for me on any given day or any given moment or within any given task and um, you know there's, there's not a wrong answer you can pick whatever answer you want but but that third option is the one that has helped me significantly release first of all the the thought of being a perfectionist because when when I focused on being a perfectionist I was you know I was disappointed a lot because a good chunk of the time I never could reach the level that I wanted to right so you know, even in school, if you got a, a an 88, it that's not perfect, right? If you got a 94, still not perfect. 100 is perfect. That's so rare that a person could ever reach that, that if you're a perfectionist, you're going to be disappointed no matter how well you do. So the, the race thing for me is this. So when I show up at a, at a race, at a triathlon, um, you know, the reality is I... I think I've podiumed once in a small local race. I came in, I think it was third place. And the, the, I've raced a ton of triathlons. And, you know, the reality of me getting on the podium is, um, you know, it's, it's, it, it'll be tough. There's a lot of amazing athletes out there. And that's not me giving up. It's not me not trying. But how I look at this now is that um, using the whole am I racing to win or to just not lose or option three which is doing my best is that one. So, for example, if I if I end up podium on on the podium in first place at some race and I didn't give it my best, would I would I be satisfied with that race? Right? I mean, it's great to be on the podium, it's great to have a medal, but on the same token, if I didn't if I didn't race my best that day, because for whatever reason the field was was a little bit weak and I was able to come out on top and I didn't have to push myself that hard on the bike or the run, would I still be satisfied with the result? Right? What about the race that I come in 
let's say I come in last place out of the hundreds of people that show up or thousands, depending on the race you go to. And I come in last place. And I mean, you know, I'd be, I'd be probably slightly disappointed. But if I looked at my race and I said, well, you know, I had a, a problem in the, in the swim, my goggles fell off. Um, <clears throat> but I still was able to finish the swim. And on the bike, I, I flatted and I had to take the time to, to repair flat. And then I flatted again and I had to wait for the, for the, you know, the bike mechanic to show up with an extra tube for me. And, uh, but I, but I finished the bike and then I got to the run and end up with a, a big blister on my foot, but I pushed through and I ran. So in other words, I, I had a great race for the conditions of the day. Then I would, I, you know, I, I could be okay with that, right? I could actually be happy with that if I feel like I, I persevered and I pushed through. So when you take that to, to, to life, I look at this as, um, you know, the, the race for me in, in life and in reality when it comes to triathlons is just a, a, a really long training day, okay? So let me ask you a question. What do you, what do you think is actually harder, racing or training? Because the race is definitely an extremely challenging day and an extremely challenging event. But for example, on an Ironman, when you're out there for, I mean, my goal at this point, I'm going to put it out here in a podcast. So, uh, is, you know, 12 to 13 hours of racing. Um, you know, I kind of laugh at that because I think of my family showing up, who's definitely the most supportive family, I think, out of all the 3000 athletes that are there. Um, you know, they show up, they, they watch me take off for my swim and, and then they're back from my bike, my run and all that. But in the meantime, that during that entire race, my, my family will then go have breakfast, lunch and dinner. And I'm still out exercising. It's crazy. But anyway, so what happens is that on race day, there's again, you know, 2,500 to 3,000 athletes with, I don't know what the average would be, two to three, probably three, probably three people minimum per athlete as a support crew, people that are there to cheer you on and tell you to keep going and tell you how great you look despite knowing that you look like garbage and um and so so there's there's you know thousands and thousands of people oh probably over ten thousand fans there now again pre-covid i'm not sure what it'll be like this year but anyway and so what happens on race day is despite the challenges you've got other athletes that are suffering they're suffering just like you and there's people cheering for you that don't even know you and it's it literally brings a tear to your eye as an athlete to see the support that strangers have for you to tell you to keep going and push through. And the neat thing about racing is that when I'm when I'm suffering and I'm and, and you do you suffer on those days terribly and, and it's amazing because I look at the person that just passed me or that I just passed or the person that's maybe running or biking kinda kinda with me and I know that they're suffering right? They're, they're, they're pushing through as well. And I look and I'm like, well, if, if they're not quitting and they're suffering like me, then I'm not quitting, right? Like they're, if I'm, if I'm 10 and a half hours into the race, they're 10 and a half hours into a race as well. And so the one thing you don't ever want to do is let those thoughts be spoken, right? The spoken word is extremely powerful. And as soon as a person says, I don't think I can do it. I think I need to quit. It's one thing to say it in your head, but when you verbalize it, you, you're done. You you just can't say it out loud because when you say that, 
your your body will shut down so anyway getting back to the training versus racing in a race um despite how how unbelievably painful it can be there's all these other factors there's so many things there's a finish line where where mike riley is gonna say you know ian quist you are an iron man and you get your medal so how do you complete the race though the race of life how's it completed on on training days it's all the things that you do when you're not racing so for example right now it is dark outside very dark it's just below freezing temperature wise and I've got a long run today. So it's an hour and 50 or an hour and 55 minutes. So I'll basically be doing just under a half marathon today as a training run. And guess what? I'm by myself. There's there's no fans. There's no aid stations. There's nobody cheering for me. There's no finish line. It's just training, right? And this is life. This analogy works for life. It's that all the things that we're doing with our morning routines, with our thoughts, with the people that we're surrounding ourselves with, that's training for life, right? And every day is a race. Every every single day in in life is is a race. So what I have to do is be certain that I'm going to give it my best for the circumstances that I have that day. And every day is going to be a bit different. And so, you know, those um, those long, long days, like yesterday I had a, a two and a half hour bike inside. So I'm on my bicycle on a trainer, it's called a smart trainer. And you know, two and a half hours, I did, you know, a, you know, 70 something kilometers, 70 K and, and just like in there for two and a half hours sweating. And, and you know, it's, it's, I mean, I love it. I'm not trying to make it sound like it's horrible. I love this. I love training, but it's it's like those are the days that 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 make races um, happen and, and help me complete a race. And I I just said to my coach on Wednesdays I've got to do a, a bike and a run. So it's usually hour to hour and a half bike, and anywhere around an hour run, a bit longer some weeks. Some weeks it might be 55 minutes. And I work in the mornings on Wednesdays. And so typically I'll be at work by about 6 a.m. Uh, adjust all my patients. I'm usually home around 11.30 in the morning. And then I'll do my bike, have a break, do my run. And I was finding that to be a bit much because the, the they weren't supposed to be back-to-back exercises. So I've decided to come to work a little bit later on Wednesdays. So I get up, I do my bike, come to work, and then go back and I do my run in the afternoons. And for whatever reason on Wednesday, that run, it, it's horrible. I don't know why it just doesn't come easy. Never, never have I got on the treadmill or gone outside going, all right, great. It's a run day. And uh, on a Wednesday, at least. And, you know, I fight for, it feels like for every single step I'm fighting to complete the run. I've got every excuse in my head why not to do it. And then I've only got one real reason to do it. And that's, that's to be able to finish the race. And so with my coach, I was, I was telling her that like these, these Wednesday runs are garbage for me. They're so hard. I I don't know why I just have such a lack of motivation to do a run. And, but I recognized that I said, I said to her, that's the, those are the things I'm going to think of when I'm on race day and I'm thinking of quitting the, the Wednesday, all the Wednesday runs that I'm going to do between now and end of August are probably going to pop in my head of all those times I never quit. And I can tell you this, 
I've never regretted any run that I've completed, and I've regretted almost every single one that I've either didn't complete or that I quit on, that I stepped down from. And so take this to life and recognize that. It's all those times when nobody's watching, when it's dark and wet outside, that you're out there and you're sweating and you're you're in pain and it's it's a challenge to struggle. All those things in life that we're going through like that that nobody sees, they're they're the training for the race. They're the they're the things that are gonna get me through that next difficult time at work or with my family where we have to work through something. And um uh, whether it be your I don't care, your finances, your anything. It's it's those training days, those things that are happening day to day to day are the things that are going to prepare you for the for the race. And so bringing it back to the whole perfectionist thing is that if you focused on everything being perfect all the time, you're you're going to be disappointed. The moment that you accept that perfect isn't isn't even to me it's not even a goal worth going for. I think the the true goal is going to be my best me on any given day under any circumstances that I have. So the outcome might be different today than it is tomorrow. Maybe this Wednesday's run is going to be great because for whatever reason, the circumstances made it easier for me. And then did I push harder that day because I had better circumstances, right? Did I give up next week because I didn't have great circumstances? And And guess what? I've actually cut short I think two of those runs um, in the last probably three months where I only end up doing about 30 or 40 minutes because I just my body was just not there I just couldn't do it and I and I had the best run that I could for the circumstances that I had and um, I never feel good about ever not completing a, a, a task that I have in my life especially when it comes to my physical training but but um, you know sometimes you have to look at that and and be okay with it um, you're, you know, we're going to have those Wednesday afternoon run days in life, and there's going to be days that are harder, and you know we have to persevere and and just and just keep going to have that extraordinary life and to fulfill that extraordinary dream that we have. Um, you know, you have to be willing to to fight for every step and to know that perfectionism is a very difficult thing to attain and to start to focus on doing your best. And, um, you know, don't give up, don't quit. Don't use this at all for a reason to not complete something. It's, it's the exact opposite. It's to say that I fought through despite what's going on and maybe I didn't run as fast or as far, but I finished my run and that's that's something to celebrate in in your life, okay? So, what I want you to do over this next week or so is to really focus on minimizing that perfectionism mindset. And to be honest with you, I'd be interested if, um, you know, how many of you are, are perfectionists because there's a part of me that thinks, um, it's interesting when I talk to people about, you know, hey, do you ever, what pod, what's your favorite podcast? It's amazing the type of people that generally answer that question and the type of people that are like, what's a podcast? I've never listened to a podcast. I'm not talking technology-wise. I'm just talking drive-wise. Like there's, there are, you know, I'm so grateful for every single person that's taking the time to listen to, to me ramble about this stuff because there's got to be a billion podcasts out there that you could be spending your time listening to and you have no idea how grateful I am 
to to see when I when I check the statistics and I can see how many people have listened and where they're from and it's it's it like fills me up to keep doing these and as long as there's people listening I'm going to keep talking. Um, so anyway, thank you guys. Uh, I really do appreciate it. And if you're a perfectionist, don't don't uh, hesitate to to focus on just doing your best all the time instead of trying to make everything perfect. And um, that's it for this episode. We will chat next week.